2: Why I do that? It's just it's I like saying creepy shit <laughs> in front of, my, yeah, to start us off. All right, everyone, welcome back. This is uh our book review show. Title pending. Allison, you with us? Yeah. Awesome. We got Allison. She can't bother to keep up and get, to keep up commitments, but that's okay. And then we got my friend Thank Angel, you. my coworker. Angel, say hi to everybody. Hey, how's it going? Awesome, man. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Um, We've been talking about... Well, one, I just love talking to you at work. We've been talking about getting you here for a while now. Sorry it took me so long.
1: No, I'm happy we're here. We're doing it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. All right, so as we said last episode, this week we're covering three distinct King's short stories, kind of going the variety of stuff. we got The Mangler, we have Survivor Type, and we have Morality. Now, Allison, we'll start with you. Out of the three, which was your... Grenham, your least favorite to favorite for me, if you could.
0: Oh yikes! This was this one was interesting. Um, honestly, I I would probably say Survivor type was my least favorite, just because of reading it made me feel semi going insane, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was the whole point of the book, I'm assuming besides I have it obviously showing the insanity of what the person's going through. And then I really liked the mangler just because of the complex, like how complex it gets and then how in depth Stephen King does go with the book. So I really enjoyed reading that one. And that was probably, that was also the last one I read. So it's the freshest on my mind.
2: And you so guys, you could put morality in the middle of those two. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Angel, how about you? Mm. My favorite, I think, was morality.
1: I think morality just stuck out to me. It was, it felt the most grounded for sure. And it, uh, you saw, you saw a lot of these, you saw a lot of like these people and their lives just based off of the short, a short moment with them. Oh, yeah. You got a lot and uh it was just it it guess it was just an interesting yeah study into like it felt like a study into like just a very real story of like how of, of just struggle and and like one what, thing just breaks a yeah, marriage and life apart right, and what life what life can sort of do for you slash to you and how seemingly inno- like innocuous good people can you know, just through, through kind of just happenstance and circumstance can just, you know, your life can take a left turn All and, right. and that felt super, that kind of resonated with me. All
2: right. What was your least favorite?
1: I want, I'll probably say just for, uh, was the survivor type maybe, honestly, just because it, uh, it the, <laughs> the main character wasn't super likable. Yeah. And, uh, fair. and, um, well I mean it was they were they were all super entertaining that one was just a little bit simpler and it was yeah. interesting to see a guy go crazy it was mm-hmm. it was a fun it was m- more fun than morality that's for sure yeah but R- morality as, just stuck with you more yeah yeah it hit, it hit a little harder
2: I guess you could put the mangler in the center
1: the mangler felt like like uh, a cl- like just classic it felt like like um yeah meat and potatoes it was yeah. like it was just horror to uh to a T. Yeah, was, it was inter- entertaining throughout. Definitely right there under under morality. It was great.
2: That's good. All right. I like how we each have different answers. Or no, I like how um yeah, I like how we each kind have different answers because mine is survivor type, but yeah. I'm also a very simple man. I just love his decline t- into insanity and just the way it's written, and just like it's like you, f- it's like he's not a good person, but you still. You're rooting for you're him. You're still rooting for, for him. Sure. Like, you want, you want, you don't want, like, that's a horrible fate. Uh, This little island, no food, just seagulls and salt water.
1: They go, I can't believe how deep they go with it. Yeah. With, like, the legs and stuff.
2: That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, uh, my second favorite is morality. Again, like Angel said, just a grounded story. Like, you could see this happening. Even though, for like, how sort of outlandish it is. But, like,. I think we can all put ourselves in a situation and I like the Mangler the least but I still like it just because one because I love creature features but also just because uh, I have no idea what a Mangler was until I had to look it up. It's a type of washing machine because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was written in the 70s so it was really it d- 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 horribly but it's still fun. Yeah, right. I still don't
1: know quite exactly what that machine
2: looks like. I He it paint, it paints a very vivid picture. Yeah, I think I've seen the movie once mm.
0: when I was I younger. I do like I do like the fact that he does very well describe it, though. Yeah. Despite, yeah, well, like, yeah. I'm assuming all of us are, like, a lot younger than when this book was written. But yeah. even Angels in the... my head... The... Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, you're good. Yeah, Angel's the youngest out of the three of us.
0: Oh, okay, so, yeah. But I-, I do like the fact that I could still vividly see what he's writing about and I could still picture it despite the fact that like it was written in the 70s and being able for him to paint that clear picture for me to see is kind of not cool to see him do as a writer and just for me to really paint that clear picture is super nice
1: yeah no definitely I got the feel I I agree with that I feel like I I got a full picture of the warehouse and the setting was, yeah.
2: yeah. And even if you don't know what it is, you can still pick. You can still picture just a big, evil piece of machinery mm-hmm. that somehow came alive. You don't know why, but it doesn't matter because it, it'll still kill you <laughs> yeah. very quickly
1: as it comes alive. The shape hardly matters. It's just, it's yeah. twisted metal and gnashing and teeth.
2: I do love the ending, particularly just how it's here, it's out. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I felt that was. Yeah, I I haven't read
1: a ton of horror, but I felt like that was probably one of the best. I assume that's a uh, maybe a common as far as like the how you refer to as creature feature. Well, yeah. I feel like that's kind of a common ending where it's like end, not a happy ending.
2: And and, yeah, and the, the thing is too. out. Like yeah, and, and somehow and, they'll stop it. Maybe maybe yeah, not. Yeah. Um, real quick, I want to. While we're talking on the subject of, since you never read a lot of horror, Allison's a horror nut. I'm a bit of a horror nut, and you're kind of descending. You're also kind of new to King, because it was, if you believe, your first was Salem's Lot, correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to start kind of what felt like kind of foundational.
0: What an interesting one to start off with, though.
1: It was one of the first ones I'd heard about, um, and in detail, um, and, uh, and 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 So yeah, I wanted to start there. And then, and
2: now I'm about. I'm still making my way through the stand. Yeah, which I loved how he went from a good classic vampire story to the <laughs> epicest of epic epics ever. <laughs> the uncut version as well. Allison, we're gonna cover the stand one day just because I'm, I'm gonna make you read that thing. Um, and Allison, you're also semi new to King. We read the last week. Have you read any of his actual books yet, or is this still you still just diving in? stuff i tell you
0: um yeah, i haven't really read a whole lot of his stuff i've read bits and pieces and then watched a lot of his movies or i guess the adaptations of his books but i've never actually sat down to read any of his stuff.
2: Well, that's fun and i can't wait to get you guys to um well get you to read more and hopefully get angel to read more too if he ever wants to come back and then I'm different from both of you because I've been, I've haven't been reading him my whole life, but I've been exposed to him a lot, again through the movies, but also just because my grandmother, shout out to Momo, she uh she's also a king nut. Every book he gets, he she grabs every book he publishes. So I've been exposed to this stuff for a long time. I, every time I'd go to her house, she had a whole library of not just his, but a crap ton of books, and I always pointed to him. I read, I think the first one I officially ever fully finished was Carrie, but I'd read a bunch of his stuff before, and I read some short stories, and I started Cell, and now I've just been going through the backlog in the middle of the Dark Tower, so, you know, it's fun, but uh, back to the stories at hand, sorry, I got off on tangent, I just wanted to see, No, for sure, Angel. So far, I just, uh,
1: what I've, it is, it is easy to see the mastery, it is easy to eat, he takes your your consciousness, your mind, and he and he absolutely he, he plays it like a violin. Yeah, you he can, you know, he he takes you there. Like yeah. it's as you, you just surrender to the words, then uh, he he gets you there. He, yeah. he gives you the story, and
2: yeah, there's there's a reason why he's so he's yeah. he's, so, he's you know touted to be so good. Yeah, and especially when you take a despicable character like um, crap, I forget his name. The main protagonist is survivor type. You take a an a total a hole, but you, it makes you feel. Bad for him because he it's just a horrible, just a horrible fate. No matter he writes, he
1: writes realistic characters, yeah, definitely. All his most of his, I think, all of his characters feel
2: real, yeah. All right, um, which story would you guys like to go a little more in depth on first? Um, we kind of already touched the mangler, we can go a little more into it, or do you want to touch on because I think I want to save morality for last? So I think we can have a more fun discussion about that. Do you guys want to deviate to survivor type a little bit before we go on?
1: Yeah. That sounds cool.
2: All right. So survivor type, uh, a man, for those who don't know, a man gets trapped on a desert island after a cruise, or a cru- cruise crash, and not just a desert island. This is like peak. Li- the way it's described, it's a little, I, it's just a little basically a rock with some sand on it, and I think one palm tree, if I remember correctly. I th- yeah, they, was, it even, there was there even one tree? I think so. It's very small, no vegetation, th- no real life except seagulls and the occasional like crab and fish around if he's lucky you're gonna say awesome
0: yeah I was gonna say I think there's maybe one tree but I can't like I can't remember either on the top of my head
2: yeah I can't remember if
1: he even said I think he said no veg. yeah he he said it was pretty barren I don't even know if he's I can't remember him specifying a tree even yeah
2: a little bits of pine and no wildlife, no boar. there's ain't loss, No boars, right? No anything. Just like I said, the occasional seagull, and if you're lucky, fish lying around. Yeah, a nightmare situation. And to make it even worse, he has he has some supplies from the from the dinghy he managed to snag by himself, and a cu- couple grams of couple things of heroin, which is you know fun, but. Yeah. Not really much useful for anything. Well, he finds a use for it. He finds a use for it eventually, and so I guess I kind of want to talk about what. How would you guys, in this situation, did you when you started reading it? Did you foresee it going in the direction it did, or do you think it was gonna kind of maybe have a happy ending?
0: I on- I honestly really hoped it would have a happy ending, but knowing where Stephen King goes in a lot of his stuff, I knew that there wasn't going to be one. Yeah. But
1: yeah, very, very thin hope. Very not a whole lot of stock put in that hope. It was there. I think he I think he, he did a good job of making it seem plausible by mm-hmm. by um well, I guess it was second hand hope. Yeah. Because because the he wrote because he the the survivor was so hopeful. He was mm-hmm. he, and it was like the whole point of yeah. of him writing and and he kept affirming that he would survive mm-hmm. and kept seeing planes, kept seeing kept seeing opportunities. Yeah, and, and plus
2: a whole cool cruise ship crashes, someone's mm-hmm. looking for something.
1: Right. And yeah, and you have those assumptions mm-hmm. and you're like, well, there must be yeah, there must all it's must all be. you have
2: at that point. And yeah. I love how You know, one thing common trope he does, I always love these. This is a, another quick tangent. I always frequently you'll have, especially you'll see this in the stand and other stories. This is all written as a diary. And I just love the idea that in the between everything that happens, he does take the time with this, this magical pencil that has all these pages worth of lead in it, just sitting down writing everything. Cause I'm a horrible at handwriting, but this is also when this was written in the eighties, early eighties. So I just love the idea of thinking of him just sitting, taking these hours to handwrite all this. Unless, like, you're a natural n- author type and you can just write <laughs> really, really fast. But mm-hmm. um, On heroin, no less. On heroin, no less. Mm-hmm. And just hunger and, in, and dehydration. Did you guys feel bad for all those, those seagulls? I kind of did, but also, like, I've met some seagulls, and seagulls are dicks.
1: <laughs> I didn't feel too bad for yeah, them. Yeah, not a whole lot of remorse for no? the seagulls. I think he was... Felt quite justified.
2: Yeah.
0: I i mean, I kind of felt bad for them, but at, at the same time, if I was stuck in a situation on an island with no food, I think I would probably kill a seagull too. Yeah.
2: Would you Just guys, me?
1: do y'all think y'all would uh, be able to kill a seagull with a rock
2: throwing it? Do y'all think I don't? I know my aim is not that good. I feel, and I also I I think at that point he's lucky. He's just pure adrenaline because at that point, a few days no food, you're just desperate. I don't know. I'm not even strong now when I'm always eating. I don't know. Allison, could you?
0: I mean, I could. I think I I would like to think I could survive with very little food.
2: Yeah. But, but we also uh, none of us have doc medical experience. That's another thing. We'd right. be screwed if one injury. Uh, he was also I guess like I'll the, die. He was
1: also like the perfect candidate, a doctor who was a football player. Like it was, he had peak health. Yeah, he had some. He had a lot of things on his side, and he still didn't make it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know if I could hit hit a hit a seagull with a rock like that. That was. That seemed impressive, mm-hmm. but.
0: But I like the fact that he he's like. Over there, because he breaks his ankle, and he's like, "Oh well, let's just cut it off."
2: Might as and well. then what he's just you slowly
0: do? working up his leg.
1: Yeah, the with uh, the ease, like the, the how quick he went to amputation was mm-hmm. was. Uh, I don't know if I would have
2: if I would have had the stomach to go there as quite as fast. Yeah, I guess you got add the desperation. It's already been a couple weeks, but then. Could he if maybe he could I'm not a doctor, maybe he could have waited a little few more days, try to heal it, but again, that hunger's starting to drive in, and you're just des- you just want to survive and I mean yeah, if it's broken, like you're not really walking anywhere anyway, there's plenty of metal foot at that point. you know what struck me that i
1: that was really struck me was this itching he describes i I haven't looked into it and i haven't like i never heard of it before, and i I wonder if that's true if if an amputated limb uh ha- if if there if there's a, if it itches as it as it mends and that that struck me as something truly truly torturous yeah and and the way he described it was yeah i'd never i never heard that was before. that real was it in his head was it real was yeah. it phantom limb stuff you yeah, know? yeah that was
2: that struck me pretty struck my curiosity for sure you know, what would you say would be the, wor- aside from obviously the no food, no water, well, like very little water, just nothing. Would you say, what would you say would the worst, for me, the worst part about this situation really would be just that I was alone, mm-hmm. just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like being alone as much as the next person, but I also love being able to go and talk to somebody if I want to every once in a while. Could you handle the isolation? Allison, you go first.
0: Absolutely not. I could not be stuck on an island for any extended period of time alone at all.
2: No, you need to have somebody with you. Yes, someone's getting on that boat with you. And I loved. All right, we'll go. We'll get back to the cruise sequence in a second. Angel, could you? Do you think you can make it? Mm. No,
1: I mean that it, it immediately invites. The, I mean the worst thoughts possible you you just immediately start start spiraling i mean if sub, if you find yourself in that situation i mean you're like why is this happening to me and then as hope dwindles y- you only have you're like well i guess this is happening and you kind of feel it feel like it's like yeah as as you it would suck to have your have your hope however strong like the stronger your hope is the harder that fall would be and Yeah, it would. uh, It'd be pretty terrible. I don't think. I don't think there's a whole lot of people that would. um, Could manage it. That could manage it. I mean, even because it. It seemed. I think we were led to believe that it was an unhappy ending, Mm -hmm. and. It's so it's like well that's if you're putting yourself in that situation, well then it is just the the slow descent into nothingness because
2: you aren't getting saved if you're put into the situation Mm -hmm. you know described here in the book. It's funny how we're such, like, indiv- humans as a species, we're so, like, individualistic. We pride ourselves in how, like, our own thoughts and how we, our own, like, centers, for Your lack of merit. a better word. Your own merit. Yeah. 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 But the minute we're, like, truly, truly alone is that's when we're the most, we most, like, hate ourselves and the it most. All, it all unravels. All, everything unravels. You know, it, it's It's kind of crazy how, like, we're we need to be, we always need to be in a collective or, like, with others to truly feel whole. I mean that's not that's that's more that's very generalizing, but I think you guys kind of get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. We can be more hopeful with others than by ourselves. I don't know, that's just interesting. That doesn't really I don't know if that really ties into anything, but it is. Um all right, to wrap this section up so we can get to uh you guys' favorite. Could you Okay. His ankles broken. He he cuts his foot off because he has to. Or he feels he has to. Could you, if since you're by yourself, I mean, if we're in a situation where it's us and like three other people and one of them dies, to start off that easy way first, could you, would you fault yourself or fault anybody? Or could you, if you're desperate enough, on the water long enough, could you eat another human being? This is all hypothetical. FBI, don't come kill us. Yo, for the record. No, uh,
1: hypothetically, um, I mean one thing I've I, you always hear I, I've heard about um, is that it it messes with your mind.
2: Yeah, because it, it changes something. For some reason we we can eat all other animals but there's something and humans about, ourselves. We are animals. We're just mammals. But there, which is something? Is it just something, something inherently wrong yeah, with there's it? There's
1: something about human flesh even that your body your brain rejects it there's something there's something that happens like physiologically to you it it like causes you to go mad it like mm-hmm. it makes you lose your sanity like being nourished by human flesh is is like
2: poison to the brain yeah like yeah. maybe it's just all maybe it's just a chemical thing we just we can handle chemicals of other stuff but just the human brain just something in it body and yeah I don't know why. Well, I just bring up the topic of cannibalism because that's why he wrote the story because he was interested in the topic of cannibalism. Yeah, I'd be ter- with my with the knowledge that
1: it's like you can't do anything about it because like there is like there is go- like going a clear effect to the cause of eating uh, human flesh. That would I don't know. I feel like I would have to be very, very desperate. hopelessly desperate. It yeah. would. It would. I would. I would fight. I would fight it. For my own sanity, as long as as long as is possible. Yeah. kind
2: of like if you guys ever saw In the Heart of the Sea. Either you guys ever see that? In the Heart of the In Sea. The heart of the Sea. I don't think so. Allison. No. Oh, that's it's the movie based. It's the movie based on the book that inspired Moby Dick by Herman Melville. It's the story of the Essex and you know how like an, a, a whale like messes up their boat and then they're stranded on these dinghies because they're like way off course. They went way farther than they had to. I think they're like I think they're in the middle of the Atlantic and they're just on these boats for weeks and months on end. And then eventually people start, you know, some people start dying and it gets to the point where there's nothing else to eat. So it's just a, uh, I don't know. It's just an interesting topic. Could you eat yourself? Like, could you, if you, if you knew you had to survive for a month, say you're lucky and you only have to stay on the island one month, no supplies or anything or same amount of supplies he has. And for this sake of this argument you have the medical expertise to amputate and like suture yourself. Not die. Could you eat a foot?
0: I wouldn't. It's You'd starve? Yeah, I would rather just starve than even bother with that whole thought process.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't you can't blame you for that. Goodness. I mean, I, I think I could rationalize a foot. You can I rationalize think I foot, could just rationalize one foot, a foot. Yeah, not your whole foot. Maybe leg. not my whole. Maybe not up, all the way up. But
2: I just love
1: the idea. I feel like I, I'd go mad before I made it that far. Oh, I yeah. would I would lose my mind before I made it that far. I could rationalize.
2: Okay, I'm gonna eat my foot. I'm gonna eat my foot.
1: Like yeah. I, I'd have to say that probably about ten thousand times before yeah. I'd actually do it.
2: Plus, in this case, the heroin wasn't helping his mind any either. Where that's true. I mean, if I had heroin, I would. I mean, like that. <laughs> just, just OD <laughs> after some point. Just, you
1: know, it. Screw it. I'll go out high as hell. Uh, uh man. I mean, that really made that really made her broke em. Yeah, broke him because yeah.
2: I, I. One last thing. What an interesting thing. What an interesting little wrench to throw in there. Yeah, oh just because yeah, you have nothing. Two just, bags of heroin. Just, yeah. Yeah. Your it's your sins coming back to haunt That's you. Right. I just love the idea that if someone did eventually find it, I want to know what, because he cut off, at the end, he cuts off his hand, and they taste like ladyfingers. He somehow wrote that down. You assumed he went non-dominant. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I wonder how much more of he, I just think about how much more of his arm he ate, and after a point, like, what was eventually found of him? Mm -hmm. Did he eat his whole arm and then just eventually start eating his other hand without cutting it off? I don't know why I'm trying to disturb you guys. It's just, I love the thought that someone finds his corpse with like no arm, no arm, no legs, and just a torso and probably what half a half an arm left. Uh, That's
0: so cringy yeah. to even think about.
2: Yeah, I, I physically. I mean, the, the fact we have the story, someone found his tape, found his diary. Right. Someone right. found it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. the The next day, <laughs> probably the next day. You know that have been hilarious if it was. It's like it's another episode of The Mist. If you just waited one more day, one more just day, one more day. <laughs>
1: Ooh, spoilers for The Mist.
2: Oh <laughs> shit! You've never seen The Mist, have you? I'm joking. Yeah, 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 I have not. Yeah, last week she had never she had never read it or seen it, and so that was fun to talk with her about. Yeah, that one. Well, that is that
1: is that the one that had the movie adaptation?
2: Yeah, like that movie one? adaptation oh, yeah. and a really not good Spike TV adaptation. But we're not mm. gonna talk about that. Gotcha. Bad adaptations, oh, you know God, f-
0: that was, I was so upset about The Mist last week.
2: <laughs> the funny thing is, could you ever see Last Thing About Survivor Type? And real quick, funny thing about adaptations, The Mangler, you know what's funny? It had three whole movies based on a short story from the 70s. Really? I only yeah.
1: saw the one. Or I didn't see it, but I saw the the art for
2: it. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um... Survivor types had four short, short short film adaptations but no official feature film. Do you think this could be ever made into a full movie one day? They keep saying the hard part is mainly that it's a non-likable protagonist and just the nature of the story itself. I think you could do it. It'd be really hard. I can see this easily make an hour and a half, hour long movie. Yeah, a shorter, a short
1: movie, an hour yeah. and a half.
2: Yeah, no, not like two and a half hours. With, not.
1: with a lot more front. A lot more character development.
2: A lot a lot of time spent before the cruise ship. And yeah. then, like, you have to jump between him on the island and him, his grown-up, and then him on the ship. Yeah,
1: that'd be interesting, bouncing. Either you could do a bounce back or forth between past or present, kind of like how he d- how he does. Or yeah, or could, like in
2: 127 Hours, where you have a lot of time him just... Have you ever seen that? Where a lot of yes. him just stuck on the rock, but you have to flash forward between his life before and what he was doing the day of. Yeah. Because it's just... Because him just in the rock it's just that's a sad story, but it gets boring really, really fast, right? Right?
0: Well, this gave me a castaway vibes very much so, just because it did kind of go into detail about what he was doing, and so that's that's really the only movie I could think of that gave me that those kind of vibes.
2: Totally, yeah. you ever seen Castaway? And kind of, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Elsa.
0: Oh, you're good. But yeah, that—that's kind of what it ma- gave me. And then the whole almost going insane, to the point to where he's talking to a volleyball. <laughs>
1: Wilson. Well yeah, of course. No, yeah, that, that
2: was a much more hopeful story. Yeah, because sure. he's also a decent dude. He's just in a really bad situation. Right. Enough about survivor type. Now to get to your guys' favorite. Who wants to describe the plot of Morality for us, hmm. Allison or Angel? Oh. <laughs> I'll let Angel do it today. Um, just, just like quick, like what is the story? about? Yeah. So it was uh, you
1: basically we get in we we tag along. And we kind of look at the window window into the lives of these two. Is they're they're in New York, right? I believe so. I'll double check. Mm, they're ble- yeah, pretty sure they're they're in New York City, and they uh, are poor, like uh, most people in New York City. Yeah, um, and it's also set. When do you think it's set? Like 80s? Oh, no, this is or early. Uh,
2: this was uh, came out in 2009 2000. in Esquire. So this is definitely 2000s. 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're talking about... Yeah, like and video computers cameras. And, and yeah, computer yeah, computers, computers. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, yeah. So it's like a contemporary um, kind of setting. And uh, it's just some poor people who are... Um, the husband's an aspiring uh, writer. Husband's an aspiring writer. They are um, hardworking, good people. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, through a, through uh, a, one of the women is a, a nurse. A nurse yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, she is, uh, we're doing a private and, you know, she's doing a private res like residence, I guess. Yeah. In home, in, in home service. In home service. Yeah. Yeah. With, uh, with a pastor, a clergyman. Cler- yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, he's an interesting fella. Yeah. He's he an interesting guy. He's like, he's like the center of it to me. He's like, well, I don't know if he's. He's the instigator. Yeah, he's the instigator, but he he, he's almost more fascinating than the two than the couple. Yeah, it's like, why does he ask her to do this? Because it's never said. Yeah, you know, you can imply like
2: multiple things, but I think it's more. It's one. It's more disturbing to not know why. Did he do this just to see if she would? Mm -hmm. Does he get off on it? Yeah. Who knows? No. I honestly don't want to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he submits submits upon her a request, um, to sin or to to uh, help him sin. Yeah, if his he
2: words. He I love the use of the word sin. Yeah, for not sure. just do this ba- do this thing for me, just send. sin. Yeah, like, yeah. He's a weird guy. He's a, he's
1: like a lifelong clergyman who wants who wants to. I guess he's lived a life as he says without sin and then he just and he wants and and the the driving point of the whole narrative is that he just wants to commit a sin a wholehearted sin mm-hmm. um a real a real sin with without the um the safety net of of uh religious of of like forgiveness mm-hmm. or anything he wants to just i guess feel dirty yeah. I don't know. If, and that's the thing. is You want to tell us does, what he asked her to do? He doesn't really explain his motivations, but he uh, asked her to hit a kid.
2: Punch a kid to in to the punch face. Punch a kid in the face.
1: Of oh, all, well, and like it was, it was, when it happened, I mean, can y'all describe the relief y'all felt when it was just punch a kid in the yeah, face? Yeah,
2: because the build up is so tense. You just wonder, okay, what is he going to have? He do you ask her to kill somebody? Is she going to have to like really hurt this kid? I mean, yeah, it's just a punch in the face of uh, something that most people go through in life. It's a, hell, In a way, it's a rite of passage, but it's still just one, it's out of nowhere. This poor kid is definitely traumatized for the rest of their damn lives. He yeah, was like a five year old kid. Five year old kid in broke his nose yeah. in public. Yeah. And uh, really gave it to him for, you know, for the rounding fee. And this is 2009. It was written in 2009, so probably peak housing crisis right? for $200,000. Now, uh, and then, you know, their marriage slowly crumbles. She, she goes down a path. I want to say, maybe a dark path or well, a path and he starts drinking and they divorce and then yeah. the story kind of just kind of ends. Allison, what do you think about
1: the, uh, what do you think about the couple? What do you think about the people?
2: Nora and Chad. Oh,
0: So, it's interesting seeing this couple, like their growth, because they're just trying to figure out how to get through life through this financial crisis, and then they have this guy come in, so it's interesting to see both of them individually grow and how they struggle, and having this whole story unfold, and then how... Each character crumbles individually, and then seeing their marriage crumble at the same time is mm-hmm. interesting. And what got me was it was over. Like y'all were y'all were saying, it was he. This old man asked her to punch a kid in the face, and that was the whole. I was like, yeah. It was mind-boggling. Like, you couldn't have asked Aunt her to do anything else.
2: Mm-hmm. So she got a shoplift, the... stole something. Yeah. Very, sp- very specific. Yeah. yeah.
0: But punch a kid. And then I remember he specifically asked, or even said, that he wanted to see blood.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. he wanted it and... done
1: really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to yeah. it, wanted, it and, uh... to be like an an act of violence, like a, a front, a crime, mm-hmm. basically.
0: But why, like, punch a kid?
2: I think because the, the I think, for lack of a better word, the real taboo of it all, because if she just went and punched some person in the street, I mean, yeah, it's messed up, but punching another adult isn't, like, the most a craziest thing to hear in the world. I think he wanted to punch the kid just for the, because he loves the word sin, because doing an act of violence against something so Innocent, 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 because kids can be assholes, but they're mostly they're innocent. Nothing's like very little things are done out of malice. Mm -hmm. So I think just I think he just wanted to see violence acted on something innocent. Right. You know, it was like the if it wasn't a kid, he was gonna ever kick a puppy or something. Mm
1: -hmm. No. Yeah, if for sure. It was like the the horrendous because it's like also. The person who's punching is not doing it for a just cause or doing it for it's money. It's for money. It's, it's purely for money. for money. So, like, everything. Are dri- not even that
2: much money in hindsight. Right.
1: So it, he wanted the whole act to be dripping in sin. Yeah, uh, Greed. Yeah. yeah greed, violent, violent wrath. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, and I guess for him, lust. Because I don't see. This has to be. He has to be getting off on this. I just can't see any other reason. Well, I would disagree with you if he didn't keep the tape. And the, Him keeping the tape is
1: kind of what what makes me go a little bit on your side with Cause that because like
2: he's totally he's totally watching this over and over again right. now one thing that interesting to me and what do you guys think of this so chad the husband he starts drinking he claims he's more guilty about he feels really guilty about this happening and nora doesn't really feel guilt pretty much she does it at first but after a while she doesn't feel it at all why do you think he feels more guilt for just recording it than the person who actually did the act of violence is because he maybe could have stopped it or cause maybe cause he felt more responsible for it. Cause he's, cause he's only a substitute teacher. He wants to be a writer. He just can't fucking write and she's doing all the hard work. Do you think that's a combination of it or I'm interesting. Uh, it, I'm interested in, in why you think he felt more guilty. He kind of says it. And like, I think, the drink is the drinking most of it. That, like, you don't just... I don't think he necessarily feels guilt, but I think he feels, like, some remorse or fur about it. He just doesn't know how to process it. And then as their marriage declines, he just doesn't He doesn't want to talk to her about it. Yeah. And he also just sees the change in her. I don't know, Allison, do you think anything? Or am I just reading too much into it?
0: I think he feels guilty to an extent because I know he does say that he could have stopped it, that he could have drove off and prevented her from having a getaway car. But I really think that a lot of the act was she felt guilty for a short period of time and then basically just stopped caring and stopped feeling guilty. And this led to her doing more immoral stuff and she just didn't really seem to care about it and how it affected him and their marriage so she was just like oh well whatever and i think that's what he felt guilty about because he could have stopped it and possibly saved their marriage
2: they've been dead still but they'd be happy at least or as happy as they could be Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I felt I felt a tremendous amount of guilt
1: from her. You know, I think that that showed in like the, in her, wanting to be hit and and then just secluding herself later to the garden. Um, I felt you think that, that came from guilt. I felt those were all the, those those all were rooted in
2: in uh, in guilt for sure. I mean, yeah. And you and think like they started in guilt and then became something else, or you think it was all? Oh, it's always going to be guilt. I felt like that was the. I feel like they, I think it was, it was, we were watching both
1: of them deal with that guilt and they dealt with it differently, but I think ultimately they were, well, how does it, how does it, how does it end? That was the last one I wrote, but what is like the last sentence?
2: Uh, no, she reads the, uh, the story that, um, inspired King to write the story, the basis of morality and she just, that's right. and, and it, that's she read right. it and just says, I mean, she and already knew everything that the book talks yes. about, which I have not read that. At some I l- point, I should. Yeah, but I did
1: love that ending, and I did not. And it did. I did not read anything or learn anything that I did not already know. Yeah. She was greatly, greatly disappointed in that, and I think that also speaks to her to her guilt. She was disappointed in the fact that she didn't feel like she she would like that this this book that was supposed to be touting its its view, it's that it, that it was you know just by name only is all we got, and you could already tell that it was. You know, supposed to. It was speaking from a point of authority, Uh and that she went to that point to find some sort of north star, and felt nothing but disappointment in the fact that she found no light out of her guilt, and and I mean, in take in in you know, um, what is it? Retiring yourself, uh, and 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 just she she was she was kind of hiding. She found the garden, Uh and she was. Pouring all of her time into the garden, um, by the end of it, and uh, that came to me came off to me as just of hiding from the world, basically, just mm-hmm. trying to you know
2: mask your shame.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and so yeah, I felt they both. I think she handled it maybe a little better. Oh she, yeah, she handled her guilt better. Um, but I feel like they both
2: because at least she was still productive. Yeah.
1: Right and and yeah, she had this masochistic kind of flavor to it. With and then and then she kind of, seemingly maybe not, but seemingly overcame that. Um, by the I don't
2: think it. she ever did. I think that's just a thing that's just part of her now. That right. some it didn't seem action, very clear
1: that she came over, went that she overcame that yeah. masochistic little spells that she that yeah. she developed. I
2: think it's just I think so, Like doing this one act, I mean, yeah, it's just tailors all this time doing one thing. Kind of changes who you are. And it kind of does. Because, I mean, maybe these tendencies were always there and they just, this just awakened something in here from the guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And she, it definitely changed.
2: It changed fundamentally how they saw themselves. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. He, I guess he saw himself as an a, a lazy loser enabler. I guess he as could have done enabler. something different. He and, probably
1: felt like a coward for yeah. letting it happen.
2: And she just realized she feels like she's now this just vi- naturally violent person, hence the wanting to be hit all the mm-hmm. time, especially during sex. Yeah, feeling like she deserved it. Yeah, I'm sure you know, deserved it and for and also got off on it, which I don't it's just changed, it's just it's it's disturbing. It's that's the what's the weird part. And again, it's I'm not in condoning, I'm not saying punching a child is good, but she's something so I mean, in hindsight of what anything he could have asked her, just punching a child, right? No, it's it, the it's not, it's bad, but it's not like he didn't make her kill anybody. I was like, Steve, I was like, Steven, like, I was like,
1: come on, Mr. King, like, he, you know, felt a little like. It wasn't, but it felt like, like enough, like that's like the characters made it, made it like their reactions, their reactions made it because it's like, that's why I say it felt more real because though it wasn't some, it wasn't a whole town being slaughtered by a monster, Mm -hmm. but it was, it was a real act of violence. It was, it was something that in real life, if you did that,
2: you, you know, you wouldn't, you don't. The you would feel that you would still feel this way. Yeah, you in, wouldn't just you can't just do something like this yeah, unless you're a psycho and not feel anything.
1: Because in real life, if you did that, you might as well have killed. Because you might as well have murdered and yeah. and done something more extreme.
2: Because yeah, if anything, that kid's changed for the rest of their life. You know, I, I, they just are. You know, I can't imagine if someone just walked up and punched me in the face. I don't know how I'd, I. don't know. All right, now let me ask you guys the gold, the big question. Everyone loves asking. I love asking in these kind of stories. Allison, we're going to go with you first.
0: Oh, oh, no.
2: An old, you start working for some old dude. And just because inflation, we're going to raise the price up. Mm, you must. Oh, oh, man. And you have to, you have to do basically the same thing. You have to punch a kid in the face. Five, 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 let's go five. Up to seven, no younger than like three. You know, you gotta figure out. You can't know the kid. You don't. You don't have to, don't have to know the kid. You can go to another city if you want. And you have to. Someone has to record it. You have to give them a copy of it. For the story's sake, we'll just make it a million dollars. Could you punch a kid in the face, make break 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 their nose for a million dollars?
0: I. I couldn't. I would be like, I'm good. I don't need the money that bad.
2: Well, yeah, you don't, I, Allison. I, <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: Now, but no, I would not go to a kid and punch them for any amount of money.
2: All right. So you'd fight.
0: Yeah, no, I couldn't. It's, do,
2: yeah. do you no. think there could ever be a situation where you would see like if someone offered it to you you really wouldn't think you'd have a choice or you just can't even foresee that
0: I don't think I would ever want to I would probably prefer to be homeless in my car like than even do that
2: mad respect alright Angel yeah. same question million
1: dollars a million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah, that's a that's um, This is
2: all hypothetical by the way. I, yeah. We're not condoning violence against children.
1: Right, for sure. No, um man. Yeah, that's a life-changing amount of money. I don't know if I uh if I made of the same stuff that I might I might uh I might give in if I was if I was
2: uh, given a similar deal. The worst part is you have to record it and give it to somebody. So, right. like, there is always, like, when he dies, moving through a story, she's just always thinking, okay, what if someone finds this damn tape? What happens?
1: Yeah, I mean, you also have to consider the desperation yeah. that, they, that they... They were they, very they, much in debt. Yeah, you have to find, like, I'm putting myself in
2: their, in their shoes... I mean, I like could, you can see why it happened. I could wrap my head. You can't head around like condone it, now, it but yeah. it's like it's like those things. Like no, I understand sure. how you got yeah. to this
1: point. I can wrap my head around an act like that. I mean, I think, I think I've, I I can. I can see myself uh, rationalizing that kind of act, and and being honest with myself as, you know, you, I, I can I can like admit to being. A shitty person and uh, move forward with that do you think um, it
2: would change who you are fundamentally or you think I, would,
1: I would be surprised if it didn't you know yeah. I think I would I would accept you know it would it maybe take would would take some time maybe if you pressed me for like this has to happen tomorrow I would be I I could I might be uh, I might be hesitant but with with enough time and enough desperation I could see myself uh, committing something like that for a million dollars. Yeah, two hundred thousand, maybe not.
2: I'm about five hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, five hundred. that
2: would. That'd probably. <laughs> probably. That'd yeah. Probably get me. I mean, I'm in debt too, so <laughs> I I just bought a car. I need the money, but I could. I don't. As whether I could do it, I want to tell my. I tell myself I couldn't. I can't hurt a child, but. Again, from the because I am in debt, putting myself in those shoes, I really could. I hate saying this. I could see myself doing it. Whether or not that would fundamentally change me, I hope it would. I hope I wouldn't be the same after that. But uh,
1: yeah. I mean, you'd have to. You'd have to accept you, to, that you to, did something yeah, horrendous. Yeah. To to come to come out on the other side of it, some kind of decent person, or some kind of whole person you would have to be a
2: monster yeah
1: yeah you'd have to come to grips with the fact that like this will forever be in your memory Mm -hmm. you'll forever tie your success to this moment Mm -hmm. and you have to you have to be able to accept that and and if you if you go into it too quickly hypothetically Mm -hmm. then uh then uh yeah you could i could see this definitely happening to you like Mm -hmm. i could see the the events of the story in some in some form or another the unraveling the uh, lashing out at your loved ones, and pushing the peop- world pushing general. people away, hating yeah. yourself—that could all that all is is so real that it is why why I, I like the story so much because yes, that, that all, all felt like it p- could totally that I, I I would be that's that's a a monster that I am you know not totally safe from yeah and that that's, yourself that's a, that's a real monster mm-hmm. you know that's that self hate that that guilt that is something that you can that you can actually feel and relate to Yeah,
2: another thing that makes this story so good is just because of how like you said the relatable it is but this is all a situation of not necessarily being offered this money to do something hor- horrible but we've all been desperate in debt and w- I mean not all of us hope, mo- hopefully not forever but it's the thing most people are going to go through in their life. you're yeah, going to have yeah. to be in this really hard situation because you need more money you just can't get it mm-hmm. finding jobs is hard And earning enough is hard. The economy still sucks, even 13 years later. Unfortunately, we probably probably, um, value money that much. Yeah, money's just too important to society. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love money as much as the next guy, but I wish everything cost less and it was just easier to live. All right that took got got to a real bummer ending <laughs> uh, well, on yeah. a lighter note
1: yeah that was kind of a that was kind of a bummer of a story yeah in the best way I think
2: yeah because it it just makes you think mm-hmm. you think all right Allison uh thank you for calling us from uh from your road trip I'm glad we got to have this talk with you uh any last words before I hang up on you?
0: I don't think so. Other than these were three very interesting short stories, and I'm kind of excited to see what we're going to be reading next.
2: The goal is to get to novels. Just we're st- I'm sticking with short stories and novellas first, just to give her time to read and me time to read, especially if it's something I've already read, right. I get time to reread it. But we are going to keep reading more and more stuff. And then we get to bigger stuff. We're going to split those up into parts, yeah. just because some t- some books you just got to talk about f- for. Parts on it like the stand, e- that's a multi-episode thing. Yeah. Do we want to stick with King? Do we, are we going to venture? Eventually, we're going to venture because this is not just an exclusive horror book podcast. We're just going to talk more on scary stuff for all the if you, anyone loves talking books. Period. This is always going to be fun. um I think we might do one more bunch of King short stories, or maybe a novella first, and then I'm going to move. O- I have an idea who I want to move on to next for the book after that. Um, so Allison, I hope you're excited for that. Um, Angel again, thanks for being here, man. Always good to have you. Of course. It was an absolute pleasure. This was so fun. Thanks. Sal. um, uh, do you want to plug anything or shout out anybody before? Mm, Uh, no, I, I just represent myself.
1: Um, I am here. I'm ready to, I'm just, uh, here to learn, have a good time.
2: Hell yeah. Well, uh, again, we're at the lovely rogue media network. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Rogue Media, this place is incredible. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Again, everyone, have a great rest of your day. Peace. Peace out. Be
1: safe. Bye.